Hi everyone, welcome back to Live to Inspire podcast. For yours truly, Dave Coleman. Uh, this is episode 10 now. Uh, we're breaking into double figures. Get in. Um, as always, I think I mentioned last week, uh, I sort of have premonitions and ideas uh, generally while I'm asleep about um, topics to, to, to talk about, to discuss. Uh, and one that came to me was about relationships. Um, now, interestingly, and I'm, I'm sure for the, the British people among us that listen, um, the saying of, um, what is it, buses, you know, you, everything happens at once, or like you, you've got one thing and then three buses turn up at the same time. Um, no sooner had I had this thought about relationships and, and obviously for this episode, than people around me, um, my personal relationships with, with friends and family, etc., all start to come to the, the forefront, um, which is, I find really interesting. Um, goes back to the stoic phrase of um, what stands in the way becomes the way. So the more you think about something, the more you're going to see it, the more it's going to happen. Um, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a red car or a specific type of car you might want to buy, you start seeing them all the time and you spot them everywhere. So um, interesting, interesting, uh, weird sort of flow of energy um, just about around relationships. But to get into it, um, initially I, I post a, a sort of question on, on Instagram on my profile, my profile, my account, um, about what, what are people's views on relationships and what do we understand about them and any thoughts, any comments, um, you know, what, what does a relationship mean to you? Um, and, and obviously people come back in terms of love, affection, partners, um, those side of things, which is, which is fantastic. Um, but I, I find it interesting that not a single person mentioned to me about the relationship that they have with themselves. Um, which is, like I said, very, very interesting that, do, do you need, do you want, do you need a relationship uh, for fulfillment? Um, is it a biological factor? Um, there's a whole load of things. I've slightly changed my thought process in terms of how I've um, scribbled down ideas. Um, I've literally gone from portrait to landscape. So we'll see if it works. Um, and through my time as an athlete and moving into coaching and mentoring, um, the, a great interest in psychology uh, for, for multiple reasons. Um, and one of the things that came up or does come up quite a lot is um, a, a sort of theory um, which is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, it's well worth looking at. Um, it's a very simple pyramid. Um, obviously, the higher up the pyramid you are, the less the need is. Um, so the, the basic needs um, on an individual level, on an individual level, the basic needs um, are literally just a physiological need. So... That's what I'm saying about an individual or the relationship you have with yourself. The physiological basic requirement, food, water, warmth, and sleep. B 
before you even think about a relationship with someone else, you've got to have food, water, warmth and rest as a physiological need. After that, as we move up the pyramid, is safety. You know, are you secure? Are you secure in your environment? Are you under any threats? Um, they're just basic, basic needs. Um, I always say I'm, I'm quite content with a very simple life of if I've got somewhere to eat, I've got somewhere to sleep, somewhere to wash, and, and I can put myself, put my clothes on. Uh, it's a basic, basic need. And anything on top of that is, is amazing. It's, it's a privilege. So think about your basic needs. Do you have those basic needs in place? Are you getting enough rest? Are you eating enough? Are you warm enough? Are you in a safe environment? If you've got those sorted, then the next one up, so level three, is the psychological need and um, a belongingness. That sounds kind of weird, but an intimate relationship or a relationship with friends. So build your basic foundations. Think of it like a house. Your physiological needs and you're safe. You're in your house. Then, then you can have... Uh, an intimate relationship, you have somewhere safe, somewhere warm, somewhere where you can feed, somewhere you can rest. It's a really, really good environment in which you can then start to build and progress a relationship. So that is effectively three out of five, level three. As we go up, esteem, so prestige and feelings of accomplishment. However, one needs to do that, whether that be through immediate or delayed gratification. Uh, it could be a job title, it could be um, where you live, the road, the postcode, the car you drive, um, I don't know, materialistic, all sorts of things. If that's your thing, more for you. Um, but if that gives you a sense of prestige or a feeling of accomplishment, then we're making progress. And the final piece of the pyramid right at the top is self fulfillment. So again, we've gone from basic self-physiological needs. In the middle, we have relationships. And then at the top, we go back to self-fulfillment. Okay, so we're talking self-actualization, achieving one's full potential, um, including creative activities. So for me, I guess I've, I've almost missed out that bit in the middle. Um, <laughs> uh, my basic needs are good. My self-fulfillment needs have self-actualization. Um, so I almost get frustrated personally in that uh, sometimes when my mind drifts, I get frustrated that I haven't achieved my full potential. So that for me is, is almost a trigger to be, okay, if, that, if you haven't achieved your full potential, what can you then go out and do? Or what can you do about it to then create some fulfillment that you have achieved your full potential. Um, so that it's it's a very, very interesting pyramid. Like I say, it's, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, and, and it's well worth having, just, just cast your eye over it, see what you think. Um, it can put things into perspective for you uh, if you're struggling within a intimate, uh, loving relationship. Um, so moving moving on from that, um, if we if we are talking about relationships as uh, love and affection, 
Obviously, one of the immediate ones people talk about is trust. Um, there's a few things I've written down here. So um, there is a, a need uh, to find a partner, as I've discussed with Maslow's hierarchy, that it does become a need um, to, to find a relationship, a sense of belongingness. So that, that's absolutely fine. Um, to take it on to another level, Personally, I find the complexity of conception, um, uh, childbirth, that whole uh, reproductive world is absolutely mind-blowing. When you think of the statistic of something, again, please don't quote me on this, um, it's either something like 400 billion to one are the chances of conceiving a child. And I know people who have conceived whilst... Um, uh, not through actively trying, shall we say, um, with contraception, um, and they have still managed to conceive whilst taking contraception. So what the probabilities of that child coming into this world are, I, I dare to think. Um, so that in itself is, is mind-blowing and uh, a fantastic opportunity um, you have another chance to build a relationship with your offspring. Um, very aware as well from, from feedback I have that um, females obviously have a biological clock um, that is ticking. Uh, so that's, that's another factor that potentially can come into play. Um, I watched something I work as well about, um, it was from Steve Harvey, and uh, a lady asked him, well, why, why isn't my partner ready to, to get married? Or why isn't he ready for, um, for children? So his, his response to that was very clever in, in the form of, um, women obviously have this biological clock, as I say, but for men, they have, uh, as Steve Harvey says, a, a financial clock. So it's not that someone isn't ready, it's more the financial side in that they need to be in a position to be able to provide and to support themselves, basic needs, uh, your partner, the female, um, to provide warmth, safety, food, etc. And on top of that, to be able to provide that again for the offspring. So, <coughs> excuse me, it's... It was a fascinating answer to um, what potentially could be interpreted as a simple question, but it's something I think we should all appreciate as to um, there are both sides. So there is the biological clock, but there is also the financial sort of clock, if you will, in that if a man doesn't feel that he is capable of supporting and providing basic needs for his loved ones, ones he cares dearly about, the chances are he would step away from that um, because he doesn't want to cause harm to those people. So um, that's an interesting perspective. Uh, again, fully fully researched and, and doing my homework with this one. Um, I've got back on Audible, I held myself accountable to that. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week. Um, I can't for the life of me remember the name of the book, but it's very interesting talking about energies and chakras, um, learning something new on my drive to work. Um, and the, the gentleman was saying that 
if you're not happy within yourself or you're, you feel the problem you have is that you do not have a partner or a sense of belonging, which, as we've said, is, is one of the hierarchical needs, um, the problem is not simply solved by just finding a partner because all that will happen is the problem that you have of not having a partner or whatever it is, you then go and find the relationship and you start to build something. The problem is still with you. You have taken that problem into a relationship and then ultimately the relationship will break down because the problem is still there. Um, so it, you, you need to be able to consciously almost step out of that environment to look back in. I think I mentioned previously about if you had a friend that rang you up and said, this has happened, that's happened, turn it back on themselves and ask them, what would you do in this situation? What advice would you give to me? And that then provides that person with the answer that they need, that they have formulated themselves. So um, again, are you in a relationship because you need to? Is it because you are solving a problem um, of a lack of belongingness? Um, and fundamentally, have you got your basic needs sorted before you move into that? Um, so trying to find a partner uh, in this day and age, as I'm sure we're all aware, there's uh, there was a Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler, absolutely mind-blowing um, for, for many, many reasons. I won't go into those. I'll, I'll let you watch it and form your own judgments. Um, but... <laughs> I've put down uh, Netflix syndrome. So um, the almost stereotypical conversation perhaps that may happen with a couple is, oh, what should we watch? Oh, let's put on Netflix. Okay, what do you want to watch? And there becomes a problem. There are so much choice as to genres, old films, new films, blockbusters, some uh, documentaries or, or Films, programs are only on there for X amount of times and then they get removed. The choice is endless and you can just flick, you can flick between all sorts. So if at some point you are in a relationship and you think, mm, I'm not too sure on this one, the Netflix syndrome can kick in and you will go, well, I'll stop watching that or I'll stop that relationship and I'll go and try that one. And you might think, oh no, that other one was actually really good. So then you, you people keep flicking between different programs, different, and it's the same with relationships, unfortunately. Some people do that and it's uh, it's heartbreaking um, for almost everyone involved. Um, it's never easy, uh, a breakup and relationship, um, but it is an opportunity to grow and develop and become more aware of oneself. Um, so, Oh, where did I put it? So this this came also uh, from from this book as well. So, um, like I said, the energy in love and oneself has to be has to be a priority. Um, I think I mentioned about good vibes, good life. What what you ex exude uh, will we'll come back to you. If you're putting out good vibes, you'll get good vibes back. Um, the the comment or, or sort of mindset in the in this book that this person said was um, 
So you, you've had a relationship break up um, and, and you just feel rubbish for, for whatever, ages, days, months, weeks, God forbid it's years, uh, and, and you, you're ordering takeaways, um, you, you're tired all the time, you don't want to get out of bed, everything is, is, is negative, right? It's, it's bad vibes and that just perpetuates. And then um, take the hypothetical scenario that uh, the former partner, the ex, uh, rings you up and they say, oh, you know, I've made a massive mistake. Um, you know, I, I shouldn't have left you. Uh, we we're so good together. Um, you know, can, can you meet me? I just want to talk things through and, and you know, build the bridges. Um, you know, can, can we meet up and have coffee in, I don't know, an hour? All of a sudden, how much energy have you got? And and it's it's almost instant in that you could clean the house, you could get rid of all the pizzas, you could get rid of takeaways, you could whatever, shower, shave, do what you got to do, uh, makeup, and you'd be there. You'd be there that quickly. So it, talking of energy and, and chakras and the the heart is is a massive massive ball of energy as we know it pumps blood and keeps us alive etc. Um, but but if you if you block that energy flow, it, it it's so powerful that you would just you stay in bed you just mope about your energy levels are so low because you're not allowing that energy to flow out so <laughs> they. It was almost a man after my own heart. Um, one of my training partners used to say, if, if you're feeling rubbish, just stop being rubbish and start being awesome again. Um, we always used to joke that it's that simple. The guy who was narrating a book said it is that simple, um, related it to smoking as well. If you want to stop smoking, just stop putting cigarettes in your mouth. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure it's is actually that simple. Um, I'm sure there's some physiological and biochemical factors and habitual things that go into it. Um, but on a basic level, the fundamental of <laughs> just stop being rubbish and start being awesome again, you cut out the bad energy and you're starting to get out the good energy. Um, there's, there's the phrase as well, it is what it is. It is a very, very, very powerful phrase in that it's a level of acceptance for a lot of scenarios, situations. Um, and it, you need to be aware of people that say that because it's, it's a level of self-mastery that if that situation has arisen and they're almost plasé or they say it is what it is, um, that's a level of acceptance and finding balance in that situation and the environment so that um, one will allow the good energy to keep flowing and to keep moving because it's, like I said, it's a level of self-mastery. So, um, yeah, so, something to think about there. If if you use the phrase, it is what it is, or you know someone that does, um, that, that's a level of self-mastery that I think one can aspire to attain. Um, so where have we got? We've got love, um, we've got Maslow, um, 
how long before you share yourself with others so you have to love yourself first that was i think that was a shower thought actually um weird how these things come to you right um how long before you share yourself with other people um you have to love yourself first so again that goes back to the the basic needs from maslow um so we've got working relationships um massive believer in these i had a, again a very good conversation with a, a colleague of mine um i know everyone i say everyone there's there's the phrase of like treat the cleaner with the same respect as you treat the boss i mean personally i don't see why you would treat anyone as not equal to yourself um the um, <laughs> I can't guarantee it, obviously, but in my mind, at some point, you may need the cleaner's help. Uh, at some point, you may need the boss's help. So, personally, I don't know why there would be any animosity, any any bad relationships. If you can build positive working relationships with colleagues, um, with, with anyone around you, again, it's only going to create a positive environment you would look forward to going to work you look forward to seeing those people it's it's a le a, uh, a level of belongingness um at work you know it, it then becomes a safer place for you to go to work because you belong there and it's it's part of your tribe you know you feel together so um that's something that i think we can all try and practice um and lastly family okay we all have say so we all have it's a, a big assumption i do apologize uh family is very very important um much like our time on this planet um people aren't going to be around forever um whether it be well it can be anyone can't it um i've, I've written down here parents siblings grandparents cousins aunties uncles I'm sure someone else can name a few more, but we get the idea in terms of the, the relationships we have with our family. Sometimes there is bad blood. Sometimes um, uh, there's inequalities between siblings. Um, it could come down to inheritance. Um, there's, again, I'm sure there's interest in research in terms of uh, younger and older um, or middle child, if there's three children, four children, um, there's a level of Darwinism as to sort of feeding. Like if there's a dinner time and you've got three kids or four kids, um, you know, the strong survive. So you've got to get in there and it creates this fight sort of environment in terms of fighting to get the food because that's our basic need. Um, and then the impact that that has on those individuals later on in life. Um, the ultimate factor though, is that family will always be there for you. Um, it's, it's a different level of love. It's a different level of relationship. Um, and I think people need to be aware that how we interpret a relationship can be on so many different factors. You can have working relationships, you can have family relationships, you can have platonic relationships, friendship or friend relationships, um, intimate relationships. 
So to say someone has a relationship with someone um, can potentially provoke a level of prejudice as to how one would assume or one would envisage that relationship to be um, without having the full information. Um, and, you know, people see what they want to see. So um, it's a slightly longer episode today. Um, it's something that, that's not necessarily bothered me, but I think is quite an interesting one because there's such a, uh, a spectrum, a really, really broad spectrum of relationships and how we interpret them, how we find them um, and how we build them to make them stronger and, and move forward with our lives so that we can become more fulfilled and more empowered to grow and develop. Um, so I wish you all the best. I hope your relationships are strong. I hope you are feeling safe and uh, well rested within yourself. Um, and don't be afraid to be awesome. If you're feeling rubbish, stop being rubbish. Start being awesome again, because I believe in you. See you soon.